Welcome back to another edition of the 2020 Radio, hosted by yours truly, John Rowley and Jeremy Whiteford. Where each Wednesday we share a new episode with the simple goal of helping you become the best version of yourself. In this week's episode, we share our excitement about a new program. Not really a new program, but a program we're bringing back to life when the new facility presents space. And that is our core program, or in some circles, otherwise known as strongman or strong woman training. Well, now, and uh, it shouldn't be that hard, but we haven't done it here. That's basically what we're talking about. Which is core. Which is core. Yeah. yeah. So, so we started this program. How long ago did we start that? that? Probably it was a summer ago, at least a summer ago, because it was actually it was before that. I think it was two summers ago. We've two summers pictures ago. Pictures from a while ago. So let's call it two years ago. And the, so I was super hesitant of it originally, right off the bat, because it's kind of silly. You like you have these. Sand, so we're talking about you know sandbags and sleds and ropes and balls and odd objects and and it wasn't very CrossFitty. No, you know what I mean. It wasn't very crossfit at all. So the, okay, here, here, so here's what got me. I think we've talked about this in, in previous episodes where I had my shoulder jacked up and I wasn't really a believer in it. And you're like, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pull this rope and we're gonna retest this. And, and three weeks in a row for 30 minutes, you effectively had me pull a rope. Yes. My shoulder's been fixed ever since. Ever since then, yeah. And then every time we, ever someone else comes up with something, we're always like, "Hey, go pull a rope, go pull a rope." So, uh, so, so basically, the the concept is, um, you know, I think the lineage comes from like strongman training. Yes. Where, um, but I think that, but that name is very uh, inappropriate. I think yes, and uh, I'd say. I don't. I don't know if I'd say uh, inappropriate, it's but intimidating. But it's, not, it's more intimidating yeah, than exactly. it's like it's the unachievable. Like, oh, that's what you see on TV. Like those people do. Oh, strongman, strongman. That's what people do on, on lifting trucks. Yeah, world's strongest older, man. Older like I can't do that. That's it's even more intimidating than CrossFit per se. I, but I think what what's done it for me is it's actually it's a program that helps eliminate asymmetries. Yes. So, so there's a lot of reason behind that. So, like, what we can talk about today is like, so we're talking about the a program that we're going to reintroduce back in, you know, back into the gym when we open up the the new addition uh, to the gym. It'll be basically right? in the East Studio, which in is, the East Studio, which is which is actually going to be really stinking cool because a lot of stuff with strongman training we have to do a lot of setup for. Right, it requires space. It just inevitably it requires space, whether it be ropes, you know, a hundred foot rope, two hundred foot rope, uh, sleds out in the out in the parking lot like pushing at 10 feet is only so effective it's when you go really long distances that just absolutely crushes your soul blow up yeah things blow up but on top of things blowing up things also get rediscovered so like throughout doing a myriad of different things in fitness there's been a there's a plethora of good stuff available when it comes to strongman like left to right every time so say just a sandbag carry in general say you pick up a, a heavy sandbag every time you take one foot off the ground you are um, forcing the other leg to fully stabilize your body weight plus 100, 150, 200 pounds, whatever it may be, um, and you're going to step it and do it over and over again, right. causing all the mus- musculature in the hip to have to stabilize and brace yourself, the stomach, the core, no pun intended, to have to brace itself. So that, that's why I like this program is it, it, it helps – Reduce, eliminate pain, injuries, whatever you want to call it, because you're you're focusing on asymmetries. Yes. So with, with a rope pull, for example, it's it's one at a time. But when you compare that to a barbell and you're doing a bent over row, you 
you can favor you can favor your oh, dominant you can favor, side. Yeah, Same favor thing dominant when you're side. doing pull-ups or when you're doing any movement with a barbell, you can you will inherently favor one side or the other, and that's you know going back. So so basically, in, in the program, we'll rattle off a bunch of different stuff. But you're pushing sleds, you're pulling sleds, you're you're pulling ropes, you're you're squatting with a sandbag, you're pressing a sandbag, throwing the sandbag. So talk about why that is, why squatting with a sandbag is different than squatting with a barbell. Yeah, and so why it's I'm just gonna say in my opinion, it's way better for you. Oh, way better for you. Yeah, yeah. So, and all this is learned. All, all this I gained this this knowledge or whatever this you know through experience through in, in working with uh, Strong Fit. So, like, whatever I, I did this um, was Coaches Week and seminar. Was it two summers ago? Two summers ago. Yeah, yeah two summers ago, and then uh, hung on for the um, what's it called? Um, you're like a a group, whatever. Call it a group, right? For a while, and then I stopped. I stopped doing it after a while, but continue to implement a lot of the principles in my own training, right? Um, and squatting with a sandbag. One of the things they talk about is having the load. So with a barbell, you got you got weight on either end of the barbell, right? So you have weight on you know outsides of the barbell pulling you out external external torque, right? And in the squat, we're looking at it as um, as an internal torque movement. Right, and so with all the weight inside, right, it, you're holding on the inside center. Everything comes in, so you now have internal torque ro- ro- rotating your way in, right? Mm-hmm. So it forces you to be able to move in a cyclical fashion and move a little bit smoother, as opposed to all the weight going outside. So the thing that lines up perfectly, if I think of like layers, is when you're talking about external torque, you're you're really talking like fight or flight. Yeah, it's like it's like a one one rep. Do this fast. Do this in a hurry. Get it done, kind of thing. Um, when you're talking about internal torque, you're you're talking about that rest and digest response where you can move in a circular circular fashion, and um, you know and maintain your endurance. So I think that the layer that's really done it for me is pairing up movements that are um, pairing up movements that are you know related to the breathing sequence that we're trying to we're trying to teach people how to do. Yeah. So you have um, um, so you know another example would be like a sandbag carry. Yeah, sandbag carry, um, and that's that's everything's inside. You're trying to maintain some internal torque as soon as and and there's some, there's some general rules around internal external torque um, as as you know as we're talking about it. Whereas more internal torque stuff is going to be you have some longer distance um, endurance endurance cyclical motions whereas external torque is going to be like one rep max uh heavy explosive things you're not going to last too long right right? so the goal with a sandbag carry is to stay in internal torque use the inside hamstring use your external obliques when you're carrying it use your chest your pecs when you're carrying Mm -hmm. a sandbag and be able to walk for a long distance now being able to hold down nasal breathing just adds another component to the entire thing um, and forces you to stay more in a parasympathetic state right Right. so um, ability to keep on going longer right right? that's not to say that you're going to reach a point in time when um you end up wanting to breathe through your mouth and then next thing you know you can't carry it any further but you know at what point so say you have 400 meters on a track say you make 300 and then next thing you know your toes start going out and you start leaning back yeah walking like a duck next thing you know start breathing out your mouth you know your internal torque chain for that sandbag carry lasts 300 meters and then you have say you then also you make it 100 more meters and then you have to drop the bag 
right? So there you go. You that's three, you know, to one. That's right. going to last a lot longer, and you kind of see the the difference difference right. between the two. So, so and the other thing that's uh, attractive to me is that you when you finish a workout, you are. And a lot of and a, a lot of the times, I feel better when I finish the workout than when I started. So for what? Not, for a paras for a, for a, for a parasympathetic? Core oh, core yeah, workout just in general. State. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel good. I feel strong. I feel like like yesterday. I was I was telling you. So this running thing is kind of dragging along, and my body's feeling beat up, and you know I'm kind of limping through it. I'll get sixty or seventy miles in and probably call it good. But now I'm doing. I'm going to do a, a sandbag four hundred every day with hundred pounds, and I feel better today. Like my hips just feel stronger. They feel lined yeah. up. I feel obliques in it, you know, that oh, I haven't yeah. felt. And um, so, so what I like about the workout is I feel good afterwards. It's not the same type of feeling as a typical CrossFit workout where you are just smoked. No. You you actually in a way you feel stronger at the when you're done. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you're that, you're building. That's not just me. No, that's not just you. That's that's a majority of people. A lot of people that you see that did core before would t- probably tell you the same exact thing. But I mean, if and you think about it, a lot of a lot of the movements that are, we're doing in core are predominantly concentric based. So just the pulling motion. So where you get really sore from doing pull ups, that that negative motion of the pull up right, or the coming down, down. So letting you have your yourself chin down. Above the bar. Yeah. When you have your chin over the bar and you're letting yourself down, that's the 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 east load that will make you sore yeah that's gonna that's gonna make you more sore now say a pull-up shape kind of same exact thing if you go back down and you're doing you're doing rope pulls right well now you're doing single arm pull-ups without the negative lowering side of the of the pull-up so you're telling your body that you're getting in say you pull a hundred foot rope and you get 50 pulls per arm Mm -hmm. you just did 50 single arm pull-ups right the next day you're not sore could you come back in and do another 50 single arm pull-ups yeah so you're building up volume and work capacity in all of this all this muscle tissue right so whether it's the uh the small uh, accessory muscles, you're able to build up some volume and some work capacity in those muscle tissues to be able to handle uh, other workouts. Right. So you're having you're, you're building up stability versus a lot of times when you start going, you're doing a workout and a CrossFit workout. Those those little muscles, right? They uh, deteriorate pretty quickly, right? And once those gone, then you start you know going all over and kind of wonky positions. But if you can train general work capacity with those contents. Concentric pulls, yeah, small stabilizers, and in the big motions, right? You're building up work capacity. What happens when you don't have the energy to do said work anymore? You fall apart. Right. Well, if you consistently train the pulling motion or the pushing motion or single leg stepping your hip um, or squatting or something or like sandbag cleans, you can do a hundred sandbag cleans over and over again. There's zero. Uh, eccentric motion, you're just building up that concentric work capacity in the clean, right? right? So you're building up posterior chain work capacity. You're building up pulling work capacity. In the in the sled push, which is amazing, whether it's heavy or long distance, you're building up like both single leg strength, but you're also building up like just squatting and leg work capacity, right? And a lot of what we do in CrossFit comes down to work capacity. Right. How much can you put out? How much can you put out? I think that's what another thing that gets me so excited about this is it'll allow people to train more frequently. Absolutely. So you can you can come in and that's like another another layer to the onion is like our our endurance class. So I'm I'm stoked to have that. I don't want to do it every day. 
It's not going to make me as fit as I can possibly be, but it covers one of the layers. And I don't know that I want to do core every day either because it's, it's like pure training. Like I'm, I'm training to get better. When I come to do CrossFit, I'm like testing. Yeah. You know, I, I want to see how, you know, see if I've improved or see what my times are. And, you know, so, so having that, that layer is, uh, is just huge because it's going to help you get better in any other capacity. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I think the, the, the last bit I want to cover is, is the, you know, you, so, so you're injured or you have a, you know, an achy knee or a, a hip, a shoulder or something that's, that's off. Core is the program for you. And what we've said in the past is if, if we had it in a, in a perfect world, what would be the first program that somebody would do when they came to the gym? They'd do core. Yeah. Because you'll in. learn how to move well. Learn how to move well. Yeah. Exactly. Just in natural movements. I mean, picking up a sandbag, if you want to say functional, that's pretty dang functional. Right. It's picking right? up a kid. It's picking up a human. It's, it's pick, pick, you know, pushing a sled. Pretty dang functional. Right. Right. Um, pulling a rope. I'd say that's pretty I mean, functional. It's pretty functional. You might, yeah, you, you might get, have to pull something. You, you might have to bring, pull something. Bring yeah, something with yeah, you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's it's just it's just good good fashion just work. work right. Yeah. And it's it's work. Super it's not, safe. So talk can you talk about the the West scale? The the or, or, or am I using the right name? The the safety scale? Oh yeah. Um so, Man. so it's 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 the hardest work you can do in the safest environment possible. Yes, yeah. So you are. Um Man, I'm I'm have to run through my catch you off guard. Yeah, you did a little bit. That's okay. I have to run through my little uh, flip chart in my head there the, for a second. The way I think of it is cost benefit. Yeah. So core, so you got weight is the highest benefit for lowest cost. Yeah. So yeah. you have weight. Yeah. So I, uh, eccentric loading. Eccentric loading and then skill. Skill. Right. So basically, uh, the further up w- on that, e- the yes. higher the weight, the more eccentric loading, and the higher the skill, um, the the more the higher on this west scale it is. So right. Higher so the, higher the chances for injury. Yeah. So then what you do is you take away um, eccentric eccentric loading. You take away skill. But you still have all the weight. You still have all the weight, right? But that's that's your. It, so a sled push is a perfect example. It doesn't require any skill. No skill. No skill. And There's no, no eccentric loading. Right. Right. And you can put as much weight on there as you want. Right. right? So it's like it eliminates a lot of the risk while still building up um, left side, right side. I mean, sled pushing is just a fantastic. You hear you hear strength and conditioning circles all around the everywhere say go push a sled. It yeah, works. go push a sled, go pull a sled. It works, yeah. and it's really hard. Really hard, but but really crazy safe. Yeah. Um, so so anyway, so that's that's you know, core, core is coming to a, a 2020 near you, and um, we're stoked to be able to offer it. And just you know, now it's a couple months away. Still, um, there's a big hole in the ground still, still where, where it's going to be. But basically, that. But when it comes, it's going to be awesome. Because yeah. we're going to be able to open up garage doors and go for sleds. Send, send ropes outside. Ropes outside. I mean, it's going to be the ideal scenario, if there ever was one, for having core right. inside the gym. Yeah, and, and we're hoping, you know, preaching it, practicing it, and that, that others, you know, give it a chance. You know, I think that the feedback that we had from the, from the first group was immensely positive, and people are, you know, bummed out that it's been gone. Uh, what I also say, though, in the same breath is some people didn't get it. You look over there and like, what are they doing? Like, why why are they doing that? That looks that looks kind of silly. And I think the you know, best thing you can do is give it a chance. If you want to help, you know, help, you know, stabilize your midline, improve your oblique strength, improve your hip strength, you know, get rid of soreness and pain, and you know, um, 
you know, mess, messed up little uh, uh, joints, I think it's something something to definitely give a try and see how it translates over to your other types of training. So that's a little bit of, about core. Uh, I'm more excited now just after talking about it for a bit, yeah. about bringing it back, and uh, looking forward to this little construction project being, being done and ready for it. So have a great week, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Guys, thank you again for listening. If you like what you're hearing and you think it'll help improve somebody else's life, please share our podcast with them. You can either listen on iTunes by finding us under 2020 Fitness, or you can go to 2020.fit and click under Community and then select Podcasts if you're a non-Apple user. If you really like what you're hearing and you want more of the world to see it, you can leave us a five-star review. We'll be eternally grateful. And then, as always, you can find us on social media at 2020.fit. Have a beautiful day. Thanks again.